The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we're going to be talking about Blogging 101 for the Small Business. And some of the topics that we'll cover are uh, why blogging is still important for small businesses, some things to consider before you actually start blogging, and we'll go through a very basic setup of uh, blog your blog on WordPress, and then we'll look at a cal- uh, content calendar and editorial calendar and how to set that up and some do's and don'ts. So let's get started. Um, Over the last few weeks or over the entire course of this program, what we've done is we've talked about social media and social networking. And when it comes to social media, we're really talking about content and blogging is part of that content along with video and uh, webinars and and music and uh, pictures and and all the content that you put on your website and your social media sites. And when it ta- when we talk about social networking, it's talking about that conversation that you're developing around those topics and the and that content that you've developed. So uh, when it comes to blogging, what we're really doing is we're marrying that content that you have with that conversation that you want to have with your customers. And it's a little different than just uh, your website being because your website is really all about you and building um, the presence that you need to say, hey, look at us. And with blogging, what you're trying to do is you're saying, yes, look at us, but these are the reasons why you want you want to deal with us because we are the experts. We are the ones that have the knowledge, the products and services that you would like to use. And we're going to show you how that through our expertise and our interaction with you. So before we get started talking about blogging, I want to give you some uh, business statistics regarding blogging that actually may blow your mind a little bit because it certainly did mine. So there are over 400 million people who read more than uh, 23 billion pages on the web a month. And six out of 10 online marketers believe they have gained customers just through blogging. And when it comes to trustworthy sources of information on the internet, blogs are the fifth most trustworthy source. So that's behind news sites, Facebook, 
retail sites, and YouTube. So users consider blogs as a, a credible source of information, which is really important. And it's also interesting to note that companies who blog get 97% more links to their website in comparison to those that don't blog. So hopefully that's that's one of those statistics that makes you go, hmm, maybe I should start a blog. And then uh, on top of that, marketers that use blogs get 67% more leads than those that don't. And 81% of U.S. online customers trust information and advice from blogs. So if you want to be seen as the expert, this is the way to get in front of your customers and your potential customers and have them start to know, like, and trust you. And also, 60% of consumers feel more positive about a company after reading custom content on its site. So that's another important reason for you to start thinking about a blog or if you've uh, started a blog in the past and abandoned it, maybe it's time to to resurrect it um, from the dead, as they would say. So let's get started on talking about blogging. And what I want to do first is I want to actually talk to you about what a blog is. So initially, it involved a personal web log, which a person would use when the internet was just getting started, they would use to journal about their day. And then it kind of... it kind of contracted from the web log to a blog and blogs are used to um, frequently update uh, their customers or their audiences with new content added several times a week and it's different than a website because it allows for reader engagement and includes social media and the ability to comment and have a discussion um, and just share information whereas a website tends to be a little bit static so uh, and sometimes and and I have a tendency to do this myself uh, on on occasion sometimes websites do have blogs attached to them and sometimes when you're blogging people refer to it as a website when it's just a blog Um, so there are times where the two terms are used uh, interchangeably and there are two very different reasons to have a website and a blog so why is it important for small businesses to have a blog well uh, above all and we've talked about this is uh, customer engagement you want to interact with your audience as much as you can and blogging is a really good way to do that because you get to post some information that they like or potentially like they may have questions about and you get to interact with them through their comments. Another reason why it's important is it helps you communicate your mission. So it helps you establish your brand as an important part of um, encouraging customer loyalty and uh, making people recognize you as a company and your brand so that they will actually recognize it down the road. Um, you are a sort you become a source of value you become that expert Uh, we talk about all the time that you need to build your know like and trust factor and by blogging you're you're sharing your expertise and helping them to get to know know you and trust your expertise and value that you bring to the table and in turn what they'll do is trust you and come to you to buy products and services and that leads to building your credibility it's a really good way besides your 
website which just talks in general vanilla terms for people to see you and understand you and get to know you and that's really how you build your credibility it's also a really good way to do some market research so once you've blogged for a while what you'll find is that you can actually go into the analytics portion of your blog and see how many people have interacted with each of your posts and you'll see what's important to them, how many people have commented on each post, how many people have shared each post. And then those that seem to be really important to people, that's what you want to share more and more of. Or ask them questions and, and find out why those topics are important or if there are other topics that are important um, that you need to discuss on, on your blog. Um, and, and give your audience a say in what you're talking about. Uh, uh, and the final reason that I have for why blogging is important is it helps with your search engine optimization. The search engines love fresh, relevant content. And also, if it's useful and the search engines, uh, particularly Google, finds it useful, they give you that usefulness uh factor and that fresh relevant content factor um, in their algorithms and that helps to rank your your site higher in the search engine results so eventually you may make it to the front page of the search engines which is really where you want to be and we've talked about that before where um, if you're not on the first page it's pretty much that you don't exist so you really want to make sure that you're providing that fresh relevant content and the your blog is the best way to do that um, and that will help you get to the top of the search engines so the I, I do have a couple of warnings before we go forward with talking about blogging and it's not to deter you but it's it's to give you some realistic expectations of what uh, blogging is and what you can expect in terms of results so blogging does require a great deal of time and for it to be effective at search engine optimization and engaging readers, it needs to be updated regularly. Um, and, and this is one of those factors that uh, you'll find that a lot of companies or a lot of people have started a blog. And because they didn't get a lot of engagement or a lot of feedback at first, um, they abandoned it fairly quickly. Um, so there's a lot of abandoned blogs out there and um, they just they just don't take care of it but it's um, one of those things where if you are updating your blog regularly uh, your cust your customers and your audience will look for that information on a regular basis and they'll only return if they know that that information is there um, you also need ideas to write about so sometimes it's hard to come up with those ideas you need to spend some time putting together those ideas and putting together your content and again the payoff isn't immediate so that's one of the biggest frustrations is that the time that it takes to um, build your audience. So my, my advice to you is just stick with it. You will get there. It just may take a little bit of time. So when it comes to starting a blog, there are a couple of things that you need to consider before you even sit down and sign up for WordPress or whatever and set up your blog. Setting up your blog 
could take just about 30 minutes, but there's a lot of prep work that you need to do beforehand in order to get that to that point. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to choose your topic and make sure that this is a topic that you want to write about forever or does it have uh, some a little bit of wiggle room? What I mean by that is that you want to make sure that your topic is broad enough that you'll be able to... Um, uh, explore various avenues of that topic rather than making it so narrow that you're going to be talking about the same thing over and over and over again. And then you want to think about your branding for your blog. You want to make sure that the name is something that's easy to remember, that it rolls off the tongue fairly easily, and is it uh, sufficiently different so that it stands out. You don't want to be a run-of-the-mill blog or have a run-of-the-mill title that anybody else could think of. Um, it would be better if you choose chose something that was a, a little unique. Um, the other thing that you need to consider when you're talking about branding in the name of your blog is does it make a good uh, domain name or URL? Is it something that people will be able to type in very easily? Um, and uh, the other thing that you need to consider is are there keywords in your title, blog title? Because we've talked about it before, um, keywords are really important, particularly for your SEO and um, making sure that people can find you. So you need to make sure that you, if you can, have some keywords in your title. And then you have to start thinking about things like your logo and your website and your blog layout and, and things of those nature that go to your branding so that you are have a unique look and feel to your um, your blog and people will remember you. And then you need to know who your audience is and we've talked about that. If you haven't listened to our uh, episode on finding your ideal customer, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. And um, make sure that you're talking to your right audience. And actually, that takes us to our first break. So when we come back, we'll start talking about some of the technical aspects of starting your blog and how to actually set it up. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Um, before the break, we were talking about some of the things that you need to consider before you even start your blog. And now we're going to explore some of the technical aspects of it and get into how to actually set up your blog and get going. So I don't. if, if you don't know me, um, I am a techie at heart. I don't like to talk about it very much because people start asking me questions and and my, my mind starts spinning around some of them and I and I get trapped in some rabbit holes. But this is one of those things that we really do need to talk about when it comes to your blog. So some of the technical aspects that you need to consider when you're starting to set up your blog and believe me this is probably the hardest part of setting up your blog and maintaining it and keeping it going. Um, so if you do this right up front, you'll save a lot of headache and heartache later on. So one of the things that you need to consider when you're setting up your blog, and I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, that there's a, there's a couple of free um, blogging sites and blogging uh, platforms that you can use. One is WordPress.com. The other is Blogger, which is a Google-run uh, free uh, platform um, and those are those are good but there are some uh, cons that I would highly recommend that you um, stay away from them uh, what you really want to do is you want to have a self-hosted blog and that means and what we're going to talk about is we're going to actually talk about wordpress.org um, throughout this present this episode in this presentation because uh, it's uh, one of those sites that is very well known, it's very stable, and it's very versatile. And in one of our uh, previous episodes, when we were talking about social media and content, you want to make sure that you own your content. And if you're on WordPress.org, which is a self-hosted blog, then you actually own your content. When you're on a, a platforms such as wordpress.com or blogger you don't actually own your content so um, the platforms themselves have a little bit of control over them so you want to make sure that you're doing a self-hosted blog and that's what we're going to be talking about here so when that means that you're actually going to have to have hosting and some of the hosting sites that you can use are hostgator godaddy bluehost there's a plethora of them out there and you'll just need to research them to find the one that you like the best and again, you're going to have to choose your platform, whether it's WordPress um, as a self-hosting site or uh, WordPress.com and Blogger as free sites. Um, you're going to look at your domain name. So before the break, we talked about the fact that you need to name your your blog. Uh, you need to see if you can find a domain name that kind of matches that. And we'll go through that a little bit in a minute. Then you need to think about the design, how you're going to design the website, if you're going to do it yourself or you're going to hire somebody to put it together or if you're actually just going to buy a theme on uh, WordPress. You also want to make 
pay careful attention to choosing an email address. What I find is that a lot of small businesses don't care that their email address doesn't match their domain name. Uh, so they go for either a Gmail account or a Hotmail or Yahoo account. Um, this is fine, except it looks more professional if you use uh, email at your um your domain name. So for me, my email address is Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com rather than just Janet at gmail.com or something like that. It just lends an air of professionalism to your email address. And it's also easier for people to remember if they remember your blog name and your domain name, then they'll be able to figure out what your email address is. You want to take into account what the structure is going to be, what it will look like, how you'll post, um, whether you're just going to do articles or you're going to do video or podcasts or what kind of structure you want on your website. Um, With WordPress, you're going to need to look at some things called plugins, which help you with uh, functionality to your website, not only on the front end so that it makes it more user-friendly to your audience, but also on the back end so that it's easier for you to maintain and change up and, and track your analytics and that sort of stuff. You're also going to want to look at your social media accounts and whether you want to have them set up with your blog name. Um, we talked about last week, there's a, a site called noem.com where you can actually check, check out your uh, blog name or your business name and see if it's taken on whatever uh, social media sites there are out there. Uh, I think uh, Noam has over 500 social sites out there and you can choose the social sites that you want to be on and it'll help you sign up for as many of them as you want using that username. You'll also want to check out what kinds of visuals you want on your website, safety, um, how you're going to keep your site free from hackers or at least safe from hackers. Um, The other thing, and I can't stress this enough, is that you want to make sure that you have a way to back up your site. I can't tell you how many of my clients who have come to me after they've set up a website or a blog um, have said, help, I lost my site. And I asked them if they had a backup and they said, a back what? Um, So make sure that you have a way to back up your website, either through your host and your host has some backup, should have some backup capabilities, or you can also install a plugin on, on your WordPress site that will actually do the backups on its own and either send you a copy or store it on your hosting site. Um, And you can either restore your site to what it was before or you can actually move it to another site, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, the other thing, the other two things that I have um, that you need to consider as far as technical aspects before you set up your website are spam filters. Uh, if you have 
a website and you allow comments on it or if you've had a blog in the past and and you've allowed comments on it you would not believe how much spam you can get to your comment section so what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have some of those spam filters in place so that it doesn't actually show up on your um, blog posts and in the comment sections you want to make sure that you have some way of looking at them and determining if they're trash or if they're actually legitimate comments. And the one plugin that I would highly recommend uh, for WordPress is the Akismet uh, plugin. And there's a a yearly fee associated with it, um, but it's well worth it because it will catch 99.9% of all of that spam. And you can just trash it or delete it or whatever you want to do with it. The last thing that you need to think about when you're thinking about your technical aspects of your blog is how you're going to collect emails. Um, One of the reasons why you want to set up a blog is to build your audience and to communicate with that audience so that um, they begin to know, like, and trust you. And you can uh, can give them information that's not on your website or not in your blog. Uh, Let them know about upcoming sales or new products and services. Uh, If you're having contests or something like that, you want to be able to communicate with them that way. So you really need to figure out how you're going to uh, collect their email addresses. And uh, you can do that through various um, email providers such as MailChimp, iContact, Constant Contact, um, Drip, uh, AWeber. There's so many out there to choose from. You just need to choose the one that you um, really want to use and, and suits your needs. So once you have all those technical aspects taken care of, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the free versus self-hosted blog And I mentioned this uh, when we were starting our technical conversation, but there is a difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. WordPress.com is free. Um, You can set it up and not have to worry about having a domain name or anything or hosting or anything like that. But WordPress.com not only gets, uh, has control over it. So, so they actually own your blog, but they they also have the ability to pull it if uh, they find that it's not relevant or or they're you're violating some of their conditions of use. And on the SEO side, they get some of the SEO rather than you. So uh, those are some of the things that you don't want to uh, associate with your blog. You want to have the ownership of it and control over it. And that's why I highly recommend a wordpress.org blog. Um, And control doesn't just go to controlling the content. It also goes to controlling the appearance on uh, wordpress.com and blogger. You're kind of limited to the way that your blog can look. But on WordPress.org, you can um, ha- you have access to a ton of free themes, which is the structure and the look and, and feel of your blog. But you also have uh, access to several um, or, or thousands and thousands and 
probably hundreds of thousands of premium themes that can maybe cost you $45 to $60. Um, and they're easy to install. You can change the layout a little bit better and colors and and add pictures and slideshows and all that, which you can't normally do with a free theme or on the um, free blog platforms. So you want to talk about that. And again, you want to talk, think about portability, which means do you have the ability to move your site from uh, a hosting company to a new hosting company, or can you change your domain name and that sort of stuff? You can with a self-hosted blog, but with the free blogs, it's a lot more difficult. So you really want to take care of how you're doing that. So When it comes to setting up your blog, there's a couple of things that you need before you can actually set it up. And uh, the first thing that you're going to need is you're going to need those keyword phrases that you've chosen that have to do with what you're going to be writing about. Those are the phrases that you're going to use over and over again in your blog posts to get that uh, search engine optimization and make sure that the, the search engines are actually finding you and putting you in those relevant searches. Um, You're going to need to purchase your domain name and uh, you want to make sure that it's easy to remember that you use your keywords as much as possible and you can use modifiers like my the blog or tips so it could be my blog, my 411 tips or something like that. So those are some of the things that you need to keep in mind when you're talking about purchasing your domain name. And it's time for our next break. So we'll come back and we'll continue talking about the preliminary setup and some of the details on how to set up your website. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So before the break, we started talking about uh, your preliminary setup for your blog, and I want to continue with that, and then we'll start talking a little bit about how to actually set up your WordPress blog and content. So we left off with talking about uh, purchasing your domain name, and I do suggest that you use a service like GoDaddy, and it's going to cost about $14.99 a year. Um, If you can, stay with the .com uh, domain name because some of the others are not easy to remember. Most people go for the .com name. And again, you want to make sure that you're using some modifiers if your keyword phrase or the the blog title isn't available. You may have to go through a little bit of iterations to figure out what's the best name or the domain name for your blog. Um, Next, you're going to need to get a self-hosting provider. And we talked about HostGator and GoDaddy and Bluehost. And um, I don't really... I have a a preference. My preference is HostGator, but it really is up to you to um, find a hosting provider that you like. Um, It doesn't really take a lot of money. It could be about seven or eight dollars a month to uh, self-host your blog. But I do want to let you know that um, I don't normally recommend GoDaddy for hosting uh, for your blog for a couple of reasons. Uh, The first one is that it's not intuitive as some of the others. And when it comes to customer service with uh, WordPress, it isn't that great. And if you have a website set up on uh, GoDaddy and you're using them for hosting your website um, and it's not WordPress based it's the GoDaddy version they actually don't have a blogging solution for you so you really need to stay away from that if that's what that's what you have or you need to consider something else so when you are choosing a hosting plan you want to choose the small plan and um, sometimes uh, the hosting hosting companies have what they call a WordPress hosting plan Uh, I wouldn't necessarily choose that because it's a little limited. Um, Most of their other plans, you can have unlimited domain names and email addresses and all that sort of stuff. Um, So if you want to add something later on, you can add it on to the same hosting account and have two or three or four websites up there or blogs or whatever you have, landing pages and all that. Um, But if you have a WordPress hosting site, um, I, you could be limited to just two sites and there's maybe some other limitations. Um, and if you don't have the same provider for both of your uh, domain name and your hosting services, when you do set up your WordPress uh, blog, you will need to go in and change the domain, uh, the name servers. And that's a fairly simple thing to do. And most of the hosting providers give you some really basic instructions on how to do that. So that shouldn't be a a problem. And then uh, once you get that all set up, most hosts have a a simple WordPress.org installation guide. So just install the WordPress and don't forget to uh, record your login information. And please take note, this this is one of those um, danger, danger, Will Robinson type situations. When you're setting up your uh, login information for your your blog, please do not use admin as your username because it is a hacker's delight. Um, that is one of the that's one of the things that a lot of people do. It's uh, they use admin as their 
uh, username and then use password as their password. So please make sure that your uh, username and your password are rather cryptic so that the hackers have a harder time getting into your site. Um, Do not be uh, lulled into a, a sense of complacency that they will not try. Believe me, they will try to get into your site. And the easier you make it, the easier it's going to be for them. Um, also, if you have trouble with coming up with passwords I would highly, or keeping track of your passwords, I would highly recommend RoboForm because you can keep track of them. You can take them on all of your devices and it's uh, basically a click for you to to get into your um, passwords and into the sites that you've signed up for. It's 20 bucks a year. It's well worth it. And they also have a password generator. So if you have trouble coming up with your own password, it, it will help you very easily. Okay, so now that you've uh, have your domain name and your hosting and you've installed WordPress.org on on your uh, domain name, what you need to do is you need to actually set up your site uh, or your blog. And it's going to take maybe 30 minutes to do that. And then all the other fun, fun work starts. So when you get into your blog and you've logged in, not using the admin or password or, or generic password, you need to select a theme and you can choose one of the free themes that are there. There's thousands of them there. You just need to go through and uh, select one that you like, or you can choose a premium theme. And uh, depending on where you are in your business or what you want to do, I would highly suggest that you get a premium theme. One of my favorite places to find premium themes is themeforest.net. You can go through there and they have thousands of themes that are available um, and you can and they actually have demos of each of those themes so you can go in and, and check it out and change colors and all that sort of stuff um, and themes usually range from like $35 uh, to 65 and up um, and you don't need to spend more than than $60 on a theme but it helps you because those are most of them are well put together and it gives you a little more functionality than some of the uh, free themes that are available on the WordPress website. So um, then once you get that theme chosen, there are a couple of things that you need to do um, to customize your blog. You want to delete the sample post and and the sample comments so that it doesn't show up uh, on your website, on your blog that says, welcome to your first blog post and this is a comment type thing. So you wanna make sure that you delete those. And then one of the first things that you wanna do is you actually want to set up some categories. So on on the left-hand side, you'll see a, a list of all the different tabs. And one of them is posts. And under posts, there's a, a, a tab called categories. And what you want to do is you want to choose that and then go in to the category name and description and uh, set up two to five category uh, categories using your uh, keyword phrases that we were talking about earlier. And then once you start posting and blogging, you'll tag those categories and add some uh, other keywords to tag those posts so that people will be able to find them and categorize them. So if they click on the categories tab on your um, on the front of your blog, they'll get a whole list of the the blog posts that have to do with that category in particular. 
And then the next thing that you want to do is you want to go down to your general settings and change the the site title and tagline to whatever you have decided that you want to do. It's really important to do that and just and, and not leave it uh, generic. Um, the tagline says uh, just another WordPress blog or something like that. You really want to make sure that it has something to do with your brand and what your audience is looking for and what you are all about. The other thing that you want to do in those general settings is you want to change the time and date format. There's nothing like um, being in the U.S. and having your posts show up based on time in South Africa or something like that, or uh, the format at the time is in um, uh, military time or something like that, and you're like, I have no clue what this means. So make sure you go in and, and change those as well. The other thing that you want to do is on the... Um, on the settings, you want to go to your reading setting and make sure that um, you th- at the top there's a thing that says your home page is either a static versus posts page. A post page will give all the uh, the blog posts that you've posted, and you can choose how many posts you want to show. Or if you choose a static page, that means that you're actually going to have like a home page and then you're going to choose your blog page and that'll be a different page. Um, So you want to decide if your blog is just a blog or a website with a blog um, and that will determine whether you want a static or post page as your front page. The other thing that you want to do is you want to go to permalinks and this is really important because it helps with your SEO and what you want to do is you want to choose the one that says post name because then your post name which or title which should have your um, your keywords in it will actually show up in the URL for that post. Um, some of the other ones make absolutely no sense. So make sure that you choose that. And then I wanted to go over just a little bit what the difference between pages and posts are. Um, posts are those entries that you're going to make that go in reverse chronological order. It's where you're keeping your site fresh and relevant. Um, and that's where people are going to look for all those updates that you're doing. Whereas pages are more static. So like your content uh, contact page or your about us page is something that would be a page rather than a post. So, with that said, uh, what I want to do now is I want to make sure that you have some content ideas for your business blog. And the general idea around your content that you're building for your blog is you want your audience to get to know, like, and trust you. And remember that it's not all about you. It's about what's important to your audience. So how are you fulfilling their needs, solving their problems, or simplifying their life? And make sure that you're, you're sharing useful information so So whether it's a how-to list, um, just a list of uh, topics, uh, interesting facts, or your take on articles written by others, there's a lot of different things that you can share and you want to make sure that it's useful to your, uh, your customers and your audience. Some of the secrets to success are you need to vary that content. So make sure that you're doing a combination of articles and videos and lists. Um, You want to make sure that your articles 
are well over a thousand words. Several years ago, um, when I was first starting to blog and learning about blogging and and working with social media, it was okay to be 300 to 500 words. But as time has gone on, people really want to know what you're talking about and make sure that um, they see you as an expert. So the longer the article, the better. Um, and it's interesting because companies... Uh, you want to make sure that you also keep it fresh and uh, update your blog quite frequently. Um, it's interesting because companies that post 16 times per or more per month get more than four and a half times the traffic of those that post zero to four times a month. So keep that in mind. And you also want to keep in mind that you want to share your content with your social sites. And there are, are um, plugins that you can use to do that. And you want to interact with your audience and respond to their comments. Notice what topics are important to your audience through that customer research and give them more of what they want. So we are going to our last break. And when we come back, um, we'll, I'll share some more content ideas for you. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So we've gone through quite a bit of information on how to set up your blog, and we started talking about uh, content. And I want to continue our, our talk about what kind of content you can have on your blog and then get into uh, an editorial calendar and what you need to do there and some do's and don'ts before we end our episode today. So some of the content ideas that, that you can put on your business blog are you can share success stories of one of your customers and how it relates to your products and services. You can post videos um, demonstrating how you do something, whether it's your product or service. You can provide free templates or t- tip sheets or checklists or something else that they can download um, to give them more information. You can showcase your products. Um, just remember if you're showcasing your products, uh, you want to remember the 30-60-10 rule that we've talked about in the past, which is only 10% of your time should be devoted to promoting your products. 30% should be your own content and 60% should be other people's content. You can uh, profile a longtime customer. You can write about some of the biggest mistakes you've made or what not to do when it comes to your business or industry. You can also interview an influential person in your industry and ask your readers to give you questions ahead of time. Um, I've done that in the past and I have uh, clients that have actually done that in the past where their industry is a little boring. So they just interview people that have something to do with their industry or something to do with what their audience is looking for, and it's been highly successful. You can uh, compile lists of useful and relevant blog posts or other related blogs. You can also run contents, uh, contests or host a, a giveaway. And that's just a short list of some of the content you can put on your website. There's a lot more that you can. And if you go back to our episode on content is king, there's a ton of information there on where to find content and how to um, incorporate it into your blogging and social media. So when it comes to content, you need to make sure that you're building an editorial calendar. You want to make sure that you're planning your themes on a quarterly and monthly basis and make sure that they all interconnect. And then once you have those themes, uh, what you want to do is you want to come up with blog titles that go within those themes. So for example, if your uh, theme for the month is, uh, I don't know, um, fresh fish recipes or, or um, how to make the most out of um, online marketing, then you want to make sure that your blog post titles throughout that month have something to do with that main theme. And if you're having trouble coming up with uh, blog titles, you can use a, a couple of different Uh, sites that will actually generate titles for you and I've talked about them in the past but I just want to mention them again. One is Portent's Content Idea Generator and that one will come up with some silly titles for you Um, uh, but it will also start your brain rolling as far as uh, titles go. The other is the Quandry Content Idea Generator and that one will actually give you hundreds and hundreds of titles. You just need to go through the survey or questionnaire that they have and they'll spit out a whole list of titles for you. And then once you've put together your blog titles and your themes for the month and the quarter, then you just need to fill out your calendar one month at a time. And when you're building your calendar, you want to make sure that you're identifying those special dates for holidays and promotions and how you're going to fill in for those. So you want to make sure that you're actually acknowledging them 
or having some special topic on those days. Um, And then when and where you're going to post. Remember that your blog is not only static on your blog site, you're going to be posting it on your social media as well. So you need to make sure that you're coordinating between the two. And then you also need to identify what information you're going to need to curate and um, where it's going to be curated from and uh, how you're going to incorporate it into your blog posts. Um, So there are a couple of do's and don'ts that I want to go over. Um, You want to make sure, and and it's almost a summary of what we've been talking about, but I want to make sure that you uh, grasp these as you're getting ready to either start or restart your, your blog. So make sure that you name your blog something unique so that it stands out and is readily recognizable or easy to remember. Um, You want to create and and publish educational content so that people are getting to know you as an expert and it's not just uh, information about your your company, it's information that's useful to your clients. You want to make sure that you infuse your personality into your blog so that um, they see you and they get to know and like and trust you so that you're not just a, a blank face or a, a, a automaton, if you will. You also want to be consistent. People are going to come back to your blog time and time again if you're consistent about when you're posting. And you do want to stick with it. It's going to take some time to build up that audience and, and get on a roll. So um, don't think that this is a silver bullet that's going to happen happen overnight. You don't want to forget the value of consistency. Again, it's really important for you to uh, keep going and make sure that uh, your audience knows when you're going to post and how you're going to post. Um, you want to make sure that your product, you, you don't want to um, have everything be about your products and updates on your company. You got to remember that 30, 60, 10 rule that we've been talking about where only 10% of your posts are about your company and your products and promoting yourself. Don't be negative. Nobody likes a negative Nelly, so make sure that your posts are positive or have a spin to them that makes it a a more positive experience. And you also don't want to ramble on. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a blog post where it looks like um, they could have said it in 300 words, but because they know that they need to make a larger article or longer article they just ramble on and on and on and on and and you kind of get bored and you kind of think well they don't really know what they're talking about so you need to make sure that you're not uh one of those people so um we're at the end and i just want to give you a couple of different things to talk about with regards to blogging it is a great platform for building your audience and your business online we've talked about some of the statistics as to how um how much of a difference blogging will make to your business um as well as building your audience uh when it comes to blogging self-hosted is best because you have more control um, you can do a WordPress.com or a blogger blog, but um, you want you're giving up some control, and you really don't want to give that up. And it te- does take time to build your following, so stick with it. It may take three months, it may take six months, it may take longer, depending on how often you blog and how your audience receives it and how they find it. And so make sure also that you have a plan for starting your blog and also for your content. 
don't do this on a whim. It's not it's not one of those things that um, you can wake up and say, oh, I think I'm going to start a vlog today and have it be successful. There's planning involved upfront and as you go along. And it's going to take time for you to write those articles. So give you, yourself that time and give yourself that um, that space to actually do it and not put yourself on such a time crunch that you just give up very easily. Well, we've made it. And I hope that I've answered at least some of your questions with regards to blogging and giving you some good ideas as to how to get started and making you a little more comfortable with the, the thought of blogging and have helped you embrace the concept of blogging a little bit more. Um, if you have any questions about what we've covered and or if you have questions that I haven't answered, um, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. So let's take a look at what's up next for marketing that won't break the bank. Next week, I'm really excited about this because we're going to talk about building an email list from scratch. And I'm going to give you tips on how to do that with landing pages and and targeting your friends and family and clients. And also at the end of that, I'm going to give you a 30-day email challenge that you will not want to miss. So if you have any questions you want answered um, with regards to email marketing or uh, blogging or any other social media con uh, topic, please send me an email at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com or you can connect with me on Facebook at 411marketingsolutions um, or on Twitter at Jan uh, Janet Kunst. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can connect with me. And if you'd like to receive updates on the show and bonus materials, you can sign up for our email list at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. And again, if you have any comments or suggestions, just drop me a line at Janet at 411 Marketing Solutions. So thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative. I hope your mind isn't uh, spinning. And I hope you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 